Hello, loves, and welcome back to the Girl Unfiltered podcast. I cannot believe that the episode I'm recording right now will be the final episode before Christmas. Like I have been gearing up for Christmas for at least a month now. I love having my decorations up and I love it feeling all cozy and wintry and all the festivities, but I still can't wrap my head around the fact that Christmas is actually basically here. (laughs) It'll be here and gone before we know it. Uh, So before we jump into some very juicy topics for today's episode. I just want to wish you a happy holidays. Whatever it is that you celebrate, may it be filled with love and joy and moments of pure abundance, like the kind of abundance where you just want to bottle up the moment because it feels like your heart is filled with love as you look at your loved ones and you laugh and you feel merry and you feel connected because that is what it is all about. In some ways, the theme for today's podcast episode is kind of very relevant for this time of year as there's so much to be done, like for all of us, but especially if you are also a mother, you're taking care of the family and making sure that it feels joyful and magical and wrapping gifts and buying gifts and cooking and food and all of the things in between and entertaining. Love all of that. But Let's talk a little bit about hyper productivity and what that even means, what that is, what that means for your nervous system and actually how this relates to specifically your money mindset, because I would love to walk you through three really big common beliefs that I see playing out in ambitious women that can block them from allowing money more easily into their lives. But more than that, allowing their bodies to feel at ease, enjoying money coming more easily and without feeling like they need to push and force and hustle or make things more difficult on a subconscious level because their bodies is is actually addicted to that stress response. So not only does my, is my desire for you to feel more at ease within your body and more at peace and in the present moment, and rested. But with that is also a desire for you to create more abundance from that place. So if you are somebody who feels like their to-do list is never ending, or if you're somebody who likes to add things to your to-do list as you're taking your way through it, (laughs) because you feel like you get an inner sense of validation or achievement from ticking those things off, If you feel like it's difficult to have spaciousness in your day or in your calendar, and you always want to fill that with doing or with achieving, or if you just find it difficult to be still and rest and enjoy the present moment, or you find yourself overcomplicating things in your business, maybe you do reach a goal. Maybe you reach the income goal that you have been striving for, but instead of pausing and embracing that moment, you're already on to the next thing, or you're already worried about how you're going to achieve that goal again, then this podcast episode is tailored for you. And the reason why I know about this all too well is not only because I work with women who carry some of the beliefs that we're going to discuss, 
but it's because I move through this. I've had to do a lot of work on my subconscious beliefs and specifically on my nervous system response around being hyperproductive and where my validation comes from. And I will be completely honest with you, as always on this podcast, that since becoming a mother, I have a new layer to work through when it comes to that as well, because life is always busy. And if I'm done with business or work, then there's always something that I could be doing in the house or for my family. And those moments of complete spaciousness are few and far between. And so sometimes I do find it difficult to just sit and to just rest and quote unquote, do nothing because I'm my brain or my body is telling me, but there's something more you could do. You could meal prep for tomorrow. <laughs> you could go make some food for your toddler, or you could go tidy this up, or you could go do that. Like, you know, there's always something to be done. And that's not a way I want to live. I don't desire to have those feelings living within my nervous system. So this is something that's active for me that I have to choose to move through on a regular basis. And not only to remind my my nervous system that I do get to be peaceful and rest and move slowly through the busy instead of moving stressfully through the busy, I also have to bring awareness to where those beliefs have been living in my nervous system so that I can change them on a subconscious level. And that's the kind of awareness that I would love to provide for you today in this podcast episode so that as you move into the new year, you can really actively choose how you want to show up for that, how you want to feel as you move towards your goals, how you want to operate as you create more abundance in 2024 and the energy that you want to actively choose to be inside of your home. So in my years of working as a money mindset coach with women, there are three beliefs that stand out to me that are really at the root of this need to always be doing or this struggle to let money come more easily. And so I'm going to share each of those beliefs with you. And if something really resonates with you, don't ignore that feeling in your body. Make a note, even if you have to grab your phone and put it in your notes section, to just come back to that, whatever that intuitive nudge is or that thought or that memory that pops up. That is your subconscious. That's your intuition speaking to you. Give yourself the space when you have it to really move through that. So when you were growing up, primarily between the ages of zero and seven, you were deciding what the world around you meant to you based off of how others around you were operating in the world. Because when you come into this world, you're like a sponge. You don't know what certain things are. You don't know what certain things mean, but you're compartmentalizing, oh, this means that, and that means this. And when this happens, this is the feeling people have, or this is how I'm supposed to respond when this happens. And so be kind to yourself because you decided what money meant for you before you even knew what money was or how you used it in the world. You decided what it meant for you on a personal level based off of how your parents or your caregivers were operating around it. So that's kind of where we want to begin. And one of the 
big beliefs that blocks money from coming more easily and keeps you stuck in hyper productivity is the belief that you have to work really, really hard to make money and it doesn't get to come to you easily. So if that is a belief that stands out for you, look at how were the people around you growing up earning money? What did they have to do? What was their feeling around what they had to do? How hard did they have to work? What words and phrases were they using when it came to discussing money or earning money? Was the energy around it one of joy and fun and ease or was it one of hustle and force and push and exhaustion? And there's another layer to this because not only may you have decided how you have to operate in order to make money, maybe you don't want that to be the story for you. Maybe you're actively choosing to create a new journey, new pathway for your future generations and you've started your own business and you want to say yes to abundance in a way that feels good to you. Yes, it's amazing. I love that. But let's just check in and make sure that there isn't an underlying subconscious feeling of guilt around that. Because potentially if that was how your parents had to operate to make money, here if you are saying, no, this is how I want my life to be. This is how I want to make money. And I'm going to make even more money. I'm going to make lots more money and create way more abundance in my life. There may be on a subconscious level, a feeling of guilt that that didn't get to be the case for your parents. And I often see this creating what I call an inner glass ceiling for my clients that they can never seem to push past a certain level. They can never push past a certain income level or stage in their business because of that feeling of guilt that, well, hey, if it didn't get to be like that for them, why should it or why does it get to be this way for me? And let's just love and honor the guilt that might be there. We're not going to make it right. We're not going to make it wrong. We're just going to honor it and bring awareness to it and speak to that part of you that feels that guilt and let her know that it's okay to release that guilt and that in holding on to that guilt, you're not serving anyone. You're not serving your parents. You're not making them feel better. And you're not serving yourself. And how could you reframe that? How could you change that story so that it actually feels empowering and inspiring for you to take what you learn from your parents and go and create a new way of operating for yourself, for your family, for your future generations? Another big belief that I see playing out and lingering in the subconscious is the feeling that my best is never good enough. So I have to keep pushing harder. I have to keep working harder. Often I think that in the clients that I've worked with over the last few years, this belief has been formed during actually the school years. So maybe they felt that they didn't excel in the I'm using air brackets, traditional sense when it came to the education system at school. And so they felt like maybe they were behind or they formed a belief that they weren't good enough or the areas in which they they would excel or did excel 
weren't supported in the same way as the traditional uh, ideas of education and academia. And because of that experience, they latched onto the belief that, well, I'm not as worthy or I'm not as good as everyone else. And behind that then is the belief that I need to take more action than others. So that's where the feeling of not being safe, resting where you are or appreciating where you are or being present with the moment of success that you're currently in because you always feel like, well, I have to keep moving. I have to keep pushing. I have to keep getting to the next thing because if I don't, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy enough. And I have to keep proving myself. When I look at the beliefs for me, if I'm being honest, I think this is definitely one that lingers there for me. Maybe not so much in the school way. Like I, I did love excelling at school. I worked really hard at school but I do feel like there was certainly an expectation for me to not just do well, but to really excel. That came from teachers and that came from my home life as well. And so I do think that there was definitely a pressure um, that I felt on an internal level to be perfect in many different areas of my life. And I know that that belief has been living in my nervous system and that sometimes I'm pushing up against it when I feel like I could always be, again, air brackets here, doing more. And so that's something that I have to remind myself of. I have to remind myself, Helena, you are worthy exactly as you are. You are good enough exactly as you are. Who you are is perfect for you. Like these are conversations that I'll have with myself. I'll just place my hand on my heart and let my body know that I'm safe and that I am good enough. If you are somebody who feels like they've struggled with that feeling of worthiness or feeling like you always have to look for validation outside of yourself, then I do just have a heartfelt reminder for you that you were born worthy. You do not need to prove yourself in order to know that you are worthy. That is something that you get to remind yourself of every single day. And my realization of just how true this is was so deepened by giving birth to my daughter because the truth is when I felt her energy in my womb I loved her fully wholly and completely when she was born she was born worthy I saw the worthiness just oozing from her and I had nothing but unconditional love for her and it wasn't because she had proved anything in order to show me that she was worthy she was worthy just through existing through being and that is true of you that is true of me that is true of every single one of us it's just that we forget it we forget it because of society's programming and the things that we're seeing on a regular and daily basis and we just simply lose touch with that truth but it's still a truth and it's our responsibility to come back to that truth on an inner level every single day so if you have to think of yourself as a newborn baby and think would I ever say these things or tell a baby that this is what they needed to do to prove their worth I'm guessing probably not then You were once that baby and that gets to be true for you too.
And the third common belief that I see is, and this is definitely a nervous system response, and I'll explain why in a second, but it's this feeling that something bad might happen if you take your foot off of the gas. And so you feel like you have to keep going in order to protect yourself from that quote-unquote bad thing from happening. And I don't mean bad as in like terrible or traumatic, but this is often a nervous system response to something having happened earlier on in your life in those formative years. And I describe it as feeling like the rug may have been pulled out from under you. So This could have been your parents sitting you down and tell you that you were separating and therefore your life as you had previously known it was going to be different. So it felt like that rug had been pulled out from under you. Maybe it wasn't something that you were expecting. Maybe it was an experience that shifted how or shifted the world or the life that you knew. Maybe it was, um, a loved one passing away. Maybe it was a new sibling coming into your world or whatever it might be. Every situation is unique and different. But what happens is you go from in your nervous system feeling comfortable and safe and maybe happy. And then the moment, the pivotal moment that you become aware of that shift or the experience happens, your nervous system goes into fight or flight and, and it almost like drops as if the rug has been pulled out from under you. And your nervous system goes, oh my God, I really don't like this. I hate this feeling. I don't want to ever feel this feeling again. So in order to protect you from ever feeling this feeling, anytime there's any potential risk of you having this drop again, I'm going to let you know, I'm going to warn you, and I'm going to protect you. And by protecting you, often what happens is I'm going to tell you that you have to keep going and keep pushing. So what ends up happening is you live more in fight or flight on a general day-to-day basis, even when that quote-unquote bad thing isn't on its way or isn't going to happen, but your body uses it as a forewarning because what it's doing is trying to protect you from any potential risk of that happening. That's often where clients are living in that stress response or they're feeling more addicted to the stress response because that's all they've ever known. And that's what on some level actually feels safer for them. But it is absolutely possible to heal from that. And it is absolutely possible to release that nervous system response from your body. The first step though has to be the awareness piece. So first of all, recognizing that that might be what's happening. And then through my work, especially through the tools that I use, I use a tool called Matrix Reimprinting. We can go back to that moment in a really loving, soft, gentle way and actually heal some of the beliefs that were formed during that time. Shift them out of the nervous system, rewire them, um, reframe them. So that actually after that session that system response isn't being triggered anymore because there's a new awareness around it. And it's so beautiful and so powerful to like receive messages from my clients waking up the next day or a few days from then going, oh my God, it's just, it's not here. It doesn't feel like it exists anymore. It's so, so powerful. And this on some level is also something that you can do for yourself. You can really place your hand on your heart when you feel that nervous system response being triggered and you can let that part of you know who went through that experience that she's safe 
it's safe in this moment and she gets to feel supported and she gets to ground and she gets to breathe and she survived it and she gets to thrive now. If these beliefs have resonated with you, then I want you to know that you get to rewrite these stories at any given moment. You are not stuck in any kind of money operating system and you always have the opportunity to rewrite it, to up-level it, to transform it and to expand into a new realm of attracting abundance more easily and with more joy. And if you would like to do some deeper work on this, then I have about five or six journal prompts that can really help you specifically with these beliefs. And I'd be more than happy to send them your way. So just come over to my Instagram at I am Helena Grace. Pop me a DM. Let me know that you just listened to this episode and I will send you over a screenshot of those journal prompts for you to move through. So as you walk into the new year, You can walk into it feeling like you're breathing a new sense of fresh air and and releasing the stuff that just doesn't need to be within your body anymore so that you can create your own money-making story. And if you're interested in experiencing more of that subconscious healing when it comes to rewiring your money story, then a really accessible way to begin is joining me inside of the Abundance Portal. It's a monthly money mindset membership and we do a monthly subconscious healing session live. I coach live twice within the membership. Um, It's a great way for you to access some of this deeper level of healing and these beautiful, powerful modalities and to kind of have a money mindset expert in your back pocket as you move into 2024. So you can find the link in the show notes below and go and check out everything that's included in that. But if you are listening to this pre-holidays, pre-Christmas, Merry Christmas, have a beautifully abundant time with your family. And I will see you for lots more juicy episodes moving into the new year. Mm